0: All things MMA on Casey Law. My name is Ken McGuire. Good to be back in the saddle and joined as always by Team Rhino Kilkenny, head coach Miles Price. How are you enjoying hey, the weather?
1: Ken. Yeah, I'm enjoying the lovely weather at the moment. Where were you? You left me for two weeks. I left Not you hanging on a Wednesday afternoon. Bored. No. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Crying, your, crying your eyes out, waiting. I was. Eyes. I was. I was,
1: it was that, extremely upset. Yeah, weren't, hey, weren't
0: materialising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I've i been off uh, watching fights and, and, and doing other things we're going to talk through a couple of them today because while some of them are obviously from last weekend and, and the big one at UFC six, uh, 264 the weekend previous mm. um, there's been a bit of fallout and more kind of development from them as well over the last couple of days uh, yeah. let, let's go back to let's go back to Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier it's done and dusted at <laughs> no pun intended uh, but it's done Whoa. and dusted at this stage um, the trilogy finishes 2-1 in Dustin Poirier's favour didn't exactly go to plan for Conor McGregor and it didn't yeah. exactly go the way I think anybody thought uh, it was It was going to happen. Um, uh, early, or, well I suppose not, not so much early thoughts. What were your thoughts on the fight up until the point where we realised that he was after breaking his leg? Uh,
1: I think two things sprung to mind for me. One is that Uh, definitely the break happened in the middle of his camp or something like that because you don't just step back on uh, you know like Connor's very fit like you know what I mean he's very healthy like you know what I mean it's like you see guys way more out of shape than Connor going into fight and stuff like that doesn't happen so like I mean the idea of a stress fracture fracture happening uh, in fight camp is very plausible I think you know Uh, um, second is that um, I feel like that. I feel like that. You know, a lot of people don't give Conor credit for his skill set. You know, like uh, he's not a one-trick pony. Like he has great grappling. He has great wrestling. He has the potential to be a great five-round fighter. And um, I just think that his ego is so attached to knocking people out. He can't let go of the fact that he's not the same Conor than what he was when he was uh, rising up through the ranks, knocking out featherweights and. The game has adapted, opponents have adapted, and he hasn't. And he's still trying to be that left hand, like, and that's still there. It's part of his game, but he has to be aware of the fact that he needs to be more diverse now and use the other tools that he has in his box. Because like, what happens is, is that if he doesn't knock somebody out in the first minute or two, you can see that his, his morale just crashes. He just can't handle the fact that it's not going exactly the way that he imagined. And I think that's where Connor falls down. Like that's where he falls like that. He just holds too, too much so strong to the fact that he's um, going to knock somebody out. And like, you know, <laughs> I think Habib put up a, 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 a post in his story about um to the three things I think Connor was saying like uh, first one to to go for submission is a bitch he's the first one to go for submission submission whoever's a grappler is a is a pussy or whatever and he went for he went to the first one to clinch and he left out in the stretcher which he said he'd do to Dustin so I think that even the bravado smack talk he's not as witty as what he was he seems like a man desperate to try and get back to the where he was before, but he needs to accept that he's changed. Like he's not the same man that he was before, you know, Mm -hmm. like nobody is like, you know, we adapt, we change. And, uh, I feel like that even at the press conference, he seemed desperate. Like he seemed like he was trying to put on and force something that wasn't there, you know?
0: Yeah. Like we, we had spoken about that before, like after the, after the kind of Mr. Nice guy appearance that happened after the, the second fight or back in January of this year, that the loss would be, uh, kind of reverting to character and we saw that and we saw the the heightened version of it. Um for Dustin Poirier it just seemed like I oh, you, you know what? I I've seen this all before. I know the I know the shtick that comes with it. And if you think it's going to bother me this time, like you thought it was going to bother me the last time, nothing is phased by it. But what what happens what happens next Uh, like with with Dustin we know that the next the next bout for him is a lightweight title fight against Charles Oliveira which should prove Mm -hmm. very interesting for he's looking at a year on the sidelines but are we are we back at that stage to a kind of a third coming of McGregor if if he actually goes to to return like we'd heard Dana White this week saying that um his understanding is that Connor suffers from chronic arthritis in his ankles. The fractures were there. He'd been looking to tape up his ankles going into the fight, opted against it. Obviously it's a big payday on the line. You you yeah. pull out of that at the last minute. There's a lot of money on the there's a lot of money on the table that goes missing. But what what do you do after this? I mean, where do you even begin to wonder where you'll fit in do you Find want my. Do,
1: do I tell you what's going to happen? I'm telling you what's going to happen. Mystic Miles is going to tell you exactly what's going to happen here now, right? <laughs> Dustin Poirier is going to beat Charles Oliveira. And then Connor's going to get to fight for the title again. boom, He's the cash cow, bro. That's what's going to happen each and every time. As long as Connor's in the UFC, he gets a title shot. He's only ever one fight away. And that, now you, you can lean into. Oh well, who knows what would have happened? And they have to run it back. Sure, has already said that they have to run it back. Yeah. So I think Dustin beats Charles. They fight for the title end of the year.
0: Well, to be to be fair, that's um, that's that's probably not a bad shout. I mean, the the average kind of time off after big fights like that is anywhere from four to six months. So if yeah. Oliveira, if Oliveira and Dustin go at it. Uh, before the end of this year, you could really see McGregor and Dustin go at it before kind of fight week of next year. That's yeah, okay, yeah. I, I'll, I'll stick with that. That's 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 not so bad. Um, so. You were you were watching fights as well at the at the weekend uh you're i was going to say you're mate uh, but you you have you have sparred with him uh, islam machikov uh, yeah. came out against tiago moises in in fairly dominating form we figured it was going to be a win anyway i don't think it was ever really going to go any other way but he looks like an absolute legitimate lightweight contender that has so much room in front of him um, to to grow and and go straight up the rankings. What did you make of of his appearance in the main event, and where do you think he goes next?
1: Oh, I think he wins the title. Really, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, I was, was just a hate sparring Islam. I mean, like he's uh, he's. I embraced it, but I mean, like I got like you know shit myself anxiety (laughs) (laughs) so i mean like you know oh my leg can't go (laughs) yeah i feel like that he's very 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 good like he's really really good and uh, i think he's like habib with with hands and kicks and knees like he's really good uh and i think that come uh The next one, two fights, he's probably fighting for the title. I'd say. Oh,
0: really? That that quick?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think now he's entered the top five. Now he's ahead of like Ferguson and all. So okay. I mean, I think he beats Gaethje. I think he beats uh who else has been top five hold on here now but
0: Gaethje Ge- might be a good scrap against him if that was one for his for his next route because Gaethje's been on the fence for a fight for the bones of the last year he did have the fight against Habib that didn't go his way he might like to get to back in that camp has he fought since has Gaethje fought since no
1: yeah no, no. So. he hasn't fought since as you know no
0: he's been kind of frozen out of that frame you had like when Michael Chandler was coming in on the lightweight side of things um, that's a good
1: fight against Chandler
0: against Chandler could be could be quite good there was kind of there was a a little bit of stir in the post fight show afterwards that Islam and Chandler might make for a decent matchup man to see how the wrestling goes wrestler against you know pretty good wrestler
1: man he's jumped some amount of rankings like he was a Like Diego Moses is seventeenth, and like he literally went from seventeenth to fifth. And that's a big jump.
0: That's, that's a huge a jump. jump.
1: That's that's a massive jump. Like now he has Benil Dariush, Gechi Poirier, Charles.
0: Well, having seen,
1: uh, he's definitely one or two fights off. Then, then bro, if it's the, if he's in top five.
0: With the with the mention of Benil, like Benil had that win over Tony Ferguson, he had the win over uh, Diego Ferreira as well, but the win over Tony Ferguson was was pretty comprehensive. Uh, a, number yeah. four, a number four, number four against the number five wouldn't be too bad. Again, I don't know where I don't know where Justin Gaethje fits in the mix here because if if Charles Oliveira and Dustin are going to go at it next, you would imagine Justin Gaethje should be knocking around there somewhere. Um, Who sorry. That you'd imagine that Justin Gaethje should be knocking around there somewhere, whether he's yeah. in the frame for for a potential winner of Oliveira versus Dustin. But if you're going back to the original side of things, where you're like, okay, Dustin and Charles go at it. Dustin takes the title. Dustin gets six or seven or eight months off time enough to get McGregor back in the frame and gets McGregor as a kind of you know winner. Winner takes all, and the loser goes home.
1: I think is that Makashet. I think the uh, I think fan favorite fights to put on is. Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. And uh, I'd like to see Islam versus Benil, but it's not like a, it's not one of those matchups that you kind of go, can't wait to watch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's going to be way, it's going to be way more technical. Um, and yeah, and at, at a slower methodical pace than I think
1: yes, yes, Casual yes,
0: fight yes. fans would be would be interested in or, or really not, not
1: really, I don't think no. I, I'm not sure who maybe Islam would have to go down to fight someone. As in, like he'll have to fight someone, he'll have to fight Tony, who's number eight, or he'd have to fight RDA, who's well, number
0: RDA, nine. RDA was ready to go um for UFC two sixty four. He was the stand in case anything happened, either Dustin or or Connor. So he's 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 knocking around there. I know he's he's been kind of bouncing around after the he had that kind of narrow enough loss against Leon Edwards. He'd the win mm. against Paul Felder. Uh not doing much.
1: What do you think of uh Dan Hooker versus Islam? That's a good fight.
0: Ooh, well, I think uh, I, I'd I'd love to see Dan Hooker come back. Like he that scrap that he had last year, the year before last against Dustin Poirier was great. And I yeah, like, he didn't get any room to breathe or to shine at all against Michael Chandler. That fight was over before it started. Um,
1: yeah, he didn't have like he, who uh, like you can't take away from the win, but I mean a Chandler still has to be kind of like you know brought into deep waters in the UFC you know like we've only yeah. ever seen three round, we've seen less than three rounds from him like.
0: yeah that was it and like once once he once he was kind of figured out in the first round when Charles came out early in early in the the second yeah. round and went at him that was that was it I know it was a it was a big occasion for him and he had his he had his crack at it
1: small too would not he for that division
0: he is, yeah, um, but I I don't think he can go down, and he certainly can't go up. So that's something that he's that's something that he's got to figure out. And maybe maybe a wrestling matchup against Islam might be nice to see. I don't
1: know. I think it's a bad matchup for Michael. Bad bad matchup that.
0: But then where where does he where does he go after it?
1: Well, he has to fight Gaethje, I think, because Gaethje and Michael are similar sized. They're both barn burners. It's a fan favorite fight for mm-hmm. the UFC, I think.
0: Okay, we'll get we'll get Gaethje and Chandler on the card. We might see, we'd probably see Benil and Islam, unless he got somebody like Islam and, and Tony or Islam and and RDA, Hooker. yeah, uh, or maybe Hooker Hooker and Benil. There might be a little bit of a jump in there. I think so.
1: I, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just Benil. Benil well, I don't know why I feel like this about Benil because Benil has actually been in cracking fights, like where he's gone back oh, and yeah, forth, but yeah. for some reason. He doesn't come out with somebody that's somebody I want to watch for some strange reason. I have to watch him more, actually. Do you know that? Yeah. Maybe because he hasn't been in the top five for very long.
0: Well, that's it. And he doesn't, he does he certainly doesn't have that push that a lot of the other names that have been, that are filling out the top 10 have had. Yeah. Uh, But he's, he's absolutely up there on, he's absolutely up there on merit. So he's, yeah. he's knocking on the door of things as well. Uh, another one that made a comeback at uh, at the weekend after four years away, and she came away with a win in the third round as well was Misha Tate. Uh, she reckons she's she's the one that's going to stop Amanda Nunes. Did you get to see her fight against Marion Renault?
1: I didn't. How did it go?
0: Well, it went all right. She got she got the win in the she got the win in the wind up. Uh, she looked fairly she looked fairly fresh uh, in the first and second round. Yeah, just uh, absolutely got the better of her with about two minutes in and the two minutes in on the third round, and mm-hmm. she's she's from from what we know she's given up the six figure job she's gone back to, to fighting full time she's hoping now I haven't seen the I haven't seen the women's um I haven't seen the women's phantom weight rankings yet. Maybe we can get something live on it. Amanda Nunes should obviously be at top of the tier. Holly home is in there. Oh Misha Tate comes in at number nine.
1: And what's we suppose Misha Tate doing outside of the UFC then? <laughs>
0: Uh, that I'm not a hundred percent sure on. Working with different stuff and different promotions and different yeah. corporate bits and bobs, but she's obviously had had um, had she at the time she knew she needed to step away from the sport and handle other things in life, mm-hmm. and the the issues that were there were obviously impacting the fighting things. Yeah. Family family life has started. Uh, and over the last year, then, she's been working on, on making a comeback. She's looking mm. for anybody at all who's in front of her. Holly Holm uh, and Misha Tate, too, might be a nice one. Raquel Pennington is in there, Juliana Pena. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, um, yeah, spices things up a bit, doesn't
0: it? It does, yeah. And and like that, with with the likes of, uh, like when you say Connor is always kind of one fight away from a title I shot, I wouldn't be surprised be. if we see Misha being... You know, one, one, maybe. Well, that's That's it. it. You know, she's she's been around. She's been been around a a long time, time. Uh, but she's raring to go again. And she looked in. She looked in fine form too at the weekend. The big one, though, for this weekend, miles, for Saturday night, Corey Sandhagen and Mm -hmm. the return of T.J. Dillashaw. Last time out, we saw Corey Sandhagen decapitate poor old Frankie Edgar.
1: Oh, don't remind me of that. that was Fe- Frankie, February
0: this year, didn't even need to see, didn't even I get 30 heard. seconds on it. For TJ, it's been two years out. TJ's last fight, January 2019, the loss against Ravi Sahudo. he was struggling. Uh, again, like while, while, um, while Corey knocked uh, Frankie out within 30 seconds, uh, TJ Dillashaw was gone within 30 seconds of this bout. We heard then he had popped for uh, EPO, He's been on the sidelines for the last two years. He's 35. He, his words, he's never lost the title um, since, since he won it, obviously being stripped because of his suspension uh, and he wants to get right back in the mix. He had the two good wins over, uh, over Cody Garbrandt and yeah, uh, it's it's it, but it it has been it has been two years. I know there's there's going to be there's always the question marks then around around TJ and the kind of the legacy stuff. Um, that's that's gone on obviously because you you mm. fail you fail one drugs test and all of a sudden there's a cloud cast on on pretty much your entire career. But yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, you know, always an exciting fighter to watch. You never really know you never really know what you're gonna get, but it's it's gonna come with it's gonna come with pace. Have you any look
1: at Darren, any? look at Darren Elkins, eh? What a legend. Thirty seven years of age. Twenty six and nine. Still in there giving it socks, eh?
0: Yep. That's where you wanna be.
1: Um. Well, I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really, uh, I wouldn't really say that TJ is like on the way out or anything like that. Like, I mean, like he's a pretty fit, thirty-five-year-old. I mean, we're seeing, like, look, if Glover te- Texera is fucking fighting for the light heavyweight title and he's 42 can 42, still do that's it. unbelievable. Still doing okay. It. And look, all us oldies, you have to give us a shot, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All us old people. <laughs> but um, uh, I think that that's a good fight. I think Corey's very dangerous, though. I think yeah. he's very dangerous. I mean, you've got to be watching out for those knees, man. He's just like lamping lads with those knees in fights, isn't he? Uh I don't know who I put my money on, though. Like, I think that TJ would have a point proven he might come back and win this.
0: Okay. okay.
1: To be honest, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. What well, do you think? Head uh, would, uh, would probably say it's... Head would probably say Corey Heart might kind of edge on the side of, uh, of TJ. This is a guy who's coming back like a man possessed who doesn't seem to have stopped training over the last two years. But again, it's that, it's that whole side of things is like, and you, you've, you've said it before about multiple fighters. Nothing, nothing can make up for your, your time in the cage, whatever about all the time in the gym and another side. Yeah. People will say, oh, look, the fights are fights are one in the gym. They're not one in the cage. It's all about the work that goes in beforehand. But when it comes to, you know, fight night and and closing the door, that if you don't have those minutes under your belt and TJ doesn't have the minutes under his belt, certainly for the last, not in that environment anyway, um, for the last uh, for the last couple of years. Now granted you could say the same about Corey Sandhagen as well because we haven't seen him uh you probably have to go back to 2019 before he had uh anything beyond 90 seconds in the cage. Um he lost he lost in the first round to Aljo Sterling last summer. Uh it took him a minute into oh no it took him a minute into the second round last October mm. uh, against Marion Moraes to get that win and then obviously Frankie Egger was a kind of nearly like a flash knockout. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. an 50 it's it's probably fifty fifty and I think I think from a I would imagine from a betting point of view it's gonna be kind of fifty fifty.
1: Yeah. I would have thought so too to be honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but like you're saying Darren Elkins is on that card and there's there's a couple of other there's a couple of other good boats coming up that's for Sandhagen and Delastra. Hey, did you
1: see? Did you see in the next card that uh, that Uriah Hall and that Sean Strickland? Did you see that Sean Strickland video of the big grappler lad kind of torquing his arm on Instagram? No. Is that oh,
0: something? So is that something I want to watch?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Like you watch the video. Watch the video there now, and let me know. Let me know what you think of it. Right. <laughs> I think he was being a dick. Like I know your man. He's like a, he was an ADCC grappling champion, but he's a big bubbly ego bollocks is what he is. Like, I don't like him at all. Like, you know, he's big, mad ego. And I'm like,
0: uh, Oh, hold on a second. I have seen that video.
1: Yeah. Go on. What's your, like, what do you think? I think that was a dick move. I think that yeah. was a dick move. It was.
0: Yeah. I didn't. Of course it was it a dick move. That.
1: He torqued his arm. Like he's fighting in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Look, there's moves you do. That's like the equivalent of having it, an arm bar on someone. And then like, and then, like, not pacing your submission. Do you know the way when you have an arm bar on your teammate? You you'll go, look, I have it now, so I'll kind of just hip in nice and easy yeah. instead of going like, motherfucker. You know what I mean? You <laughs> said, why would you do that, bro? Like, that's that's <laughs> that what, what the issue was, is the pacing of the submission and looking after your teammates. Yeah. He was being a big tub of he he's being a big ego, Egypt. That's what he was. I don't like that guy at all. I thought he was being a dick. But Sean Strickland's looking good 23 and 3.
0: Yeah, and you were well, Uriah Hall is old one as well, isn't he? Because the was it Chris Whiteman? Was that uh, it? Was Chris Whiteman with it? the leg kick? Yeah, leg kick. yeah, yeah. He's a good record again.
1: 23 and 3. Uh, Sean Strickland, yeah, he's only 30. It's good.
0: That's not so bad. Was he making yeah, what does he what does
1: he well? what, the, what does his uh fighting style look like? I wonder. <laughs> I haven't seen him fight if you can
0: uh, no not in a not in a while anyway
1: no king of the cage middleweight champion Championships. that's an old promotion
0: that's what you want like extreme fighting championship
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else are we looking forward to Serial and Derek Lewis. That's oh,
0: Serial Gan and Derek Lewis should be actually Serial Gann and Derek Lewis will be an interesting one because uh, if if Gan wins and gets past Lewis, um, it makes for a super night for French MMA. For oh yeah, big for, time for, a, for yeah. a country that only legalized events and and the sport in in very recent yeah. years.
1: It seems to be bringing out these heavyweight monsters. And the other thing as well, I'm a little bit confused, right? Didn't Francis Ngannou come from the MMA factory in France? Uh,
0: yes, possible.
1: Yeah, but like that's where Cyril game comes from. So I know that they were they trained together. So
0: Ooh. was there a fallout there? I don't know. Is this kind of like a Kamaru Osman and Gilbert Burns type of affair?
1: Could be. Could be. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. We'll see we'll see what happens. That's coming up in... When is that? That's coming up in August, isn't it? Again, uh, Lewis, it should be the middle of August. It's Sunday, the 8th of August, which incidentally is the same day as the All-Ireland Senior Hurling semi-final. But there you
1: go. Oh, it's it? It is. I'll get Habib in the jersey again.
0: <laughs> <That's the> <laughs> <Hulk>. <laughs> yeah if you if you can get if you can get, even, if uh, can get a jersey for the All-Ireland semi-final get
1: okay, Islam get okay, Islam Island with is. the jersey on this time that's,
0: that's exactly what you want
1: get the whole Dagestan crew man I'll,
0: I'll even send over a whole <laughs> load of black and amber jerseys hey, about that. listen to me
1: listen to me yes to one line one line only is what I'm going to say here now Robbie Lawler Nick Diaz, too.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Man, oh, man. I'd forgotten all about that announcement how could you forget about that bro what's wrong with you that was all all confirmed uh, during the UFC 264 broadcast so where do you lie on this one Robbie Lawler's been on Nick Diaz Nick fucking Diaz come on (laughs) Robbie's been on a Robbie's been on a slide but I just I have visions of Nick Diaz just walking into the cage, flipping off Robbie, flipping off the referee. <laughs> the fight the fight starts. He just stands there slapping him. Robbie is going to start throwing punches and kicks. And Nick is just like, I don't know what you're doing. And he's just going to knock him out. And it's, it's going to be a spectacular comeback. And then we probably won't see Nick Diaz for like, Another four years. And yeah. Made a no, bro. Money no,
1: money anyway. no. Weed is legalized now. That motherfucker is going to be the most active man in the UFC because <laughs> he's probably going to be coming in stoned to all the press conferences, to all the fights, just. Boston splits over hey, everywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they in fairness they have changed their policies about marijuana use all right when it yeah comes they to, have yeah yeah when it comes to fight week and competition use um so you're going for nick diaz anyway yes oh, of course want to put
1: money on it do you put money on it it'll
0: be hey we've
1: never put possible. we've never made an actual official bet with all our talking so that's really? a good one to put money on. I'm, yeah. putting, I'm willing to put on the line 50 big ones. Oh! 50 big ones. You heard it, people of KCLR, all but you a, people listening. But I'm a putting point. 50 euro on Nick Diaz <laughs> to win this fight. Ken, are you going to So I'm doing a Jake Paul, the Tyron Run Woodley thing here. <laughs> Come on. He's lacking confidence. You're all this shit. Go on, oh. on, Ken. Anyway, anyway, confirm the bet. Are we doing it?
0: Well, because I, I, of my like, what's this, How are you doing I, it? I, I won't put fifty quid on it because I'm probably <laughs> likely to say I'm probably likely to say that Nick Diaz will win the fight. I don't think Robbie Lawler has it in him. Oh, I think I think the aggression has gone out of Robbie um a long time, uh, oh, okay. which is unfortunate because I really I really like Robbie Lawler. You too. Yeah. It, it would be such a good win for Robbie. If yeah. if if he can get the win, but I, I I don't think so. I think I genuinely think it's going to be like it is. Diaz is just going to come in and and blitz him and it's done yeah. and then I agree. and then it'll be like oh here's the here's the UFC's new superstar who was always there and this is the thing ever since Diaz's suspension and then when the suspension lapsed uh, and there's been talk of Willie fight won't he fight Willie fight won't he fight he has always been there he's just been in the shadows and it's the same yeah. as it's the same as Nick the two of them are there and if they don't fight for two or three years apart doesn't matter. People are just gonna go absolutely. People
1: love the Diaz bro. People love him. They love yeah, him. It's
0: like it's UFC forty-seven was when Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler fought. That's oh my two, god. That's two thousand and four. Oh my god. Two thousand and four. This, this is this is twenty twenty-one. That's a bro. long time for a rematch, bro. Yeah, seriously long. that that's that's a that's a that's a that's an awful long time. They, yeah, well, we gotta
1: put a bet on some fight, Ken. Okay, we'll, figure, we'll, some
0: fig- we'll figure something out because I do know we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a couple of we're gonna have a couple of big things that are coming up. Obviously, uh, Diaz and Lawler too is there. I'm pretty sure the same card, and this is this is where things might get interesting. I'm pretty sure the same. That's card Ortega
1: Volkanovski
0: is going to be headlined by Ortega and Volkanovski. Yeah.
1: That's right.
0: So we, we we might we might start we might start looking at looking at things there. Actually, that's start that's turning out to be a cracking card as well. That's on the fourth of September, but if uh, Volkanovski and Ortega are the headline, and that's going to be the end of the um, the what call it? The Ultimate Fighter at the current season. Oh yeah. So you've got Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler on the card. You've got Curtis Blades and uh, Josina Rosenstrike as well Curtis Blades Mm. needs to figure something out because he's on a similar kind of slide Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Cavillo finally get to to, uh, fight as well and there'll be a couple of more Announced and ounce for that but um yeah that's you Uf- that's UFC 266 that's looking, that's looking that's looking pretty good we'll get to all of that in time it'll be fine um in the meantime um everything everything else uh, with you going uh, going well training wise to see you're kind of flat out on the instagram side of things showing people how you get punched and kicked on a, on a day-to-day basis
1: yeah doing a vlog now because uh, I I have signed my contract I've confirmed my, I can't, I can't announce it yet. Like, cause they have to do all that stuff. But like, I'm, you know, sh-
0: keeping sh- it on the shush. We, we know things that we can't tell people, but we've, yes. we've suggested. Me and okay.
1: you know, Ken, but we shall not
0: say. We do. We'll, 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 I'll pen you for the, um, I'll pen you for the official exclusive reveal yes. interview <laughs> chat conversation <Yes. laughs> when somebody else already has it done for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that looks good. So the, so the vlog and the, I'm guessing this kind of goes into some element of behind the scenes type stuff yeah. sort of building within the new promotion. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Very good, very good, very good, yeah. very good. And if people want to get in touch with you, miles, what's the best way to do it?
1: Miles Price MMA. If you if you, if you have interest, I, I haven't got any spaces for online coaching, but I do have a waiting list for memberships for when we open for Team Ryan Kilkenny. So if you want to start martial arts, you want to get on the waiting list for the top martial arts facility around the area, then message in Team Ryan Kenny, on the Instagram or Team Ryan at gmail.com.
0: Super. Miles Price, yep. this has been all things MMA. I've been Ken McGuire. We will do this all again next week and you can catch up on stories in the meantime online at scoreline.ie. Until then, good luck. <laughs>